This program is sponsored by Unidos US and Comcast. It's recorded in our studios located in Hollywood, Florida, USA. Hello everybody. Welcome to our podcast season number 2, podcast number 14. Thank you everybody for listening our citizenship podcast. from Hispanic Unity of Florida. Before we start this our episode, we would like you to ask to send us your feedback by visiting our webpage hufcitizen.org. During our last podcast, we reviewed N400 application, the part related to marital status. And today we are going to talk about this part because we still have to uh, clarify some of part of marital status during your interview will be asked by officer my name is raisa and i welcome everyone and everybody to our podcast here is magali hi magali hi raisa how are you and yes we are very very happy to be back here and then to have this conversation with our students and with these applicants uh, lprs legal permanent residents that are seeking citizenship in the united states we are very glad and we thank all of you for sticking around and to be with us at the time that you can at the moment that you can and you wish as well raisa it has been more than 10000 people listening to our podcast. We are very, very happy to see this and we hope that we fulfill some expectations, especially for our students, the ones that are registered in our citizenship class at Hispanic Unity. So, tell me, Raisa. Yes, that is true, Magali. Many students, they are saying us during our classes, they are listening our podcast. And we, we saw statistics, even in Asia and Africa, some people listening our podcast that is statistic from the online and not only that but i believe that this is a great tool for the students to continue listening as a replica of their citizenship preparation and so many questions they arise in their n400 application and during the weekends we have so many people trying to contact us uh looking for answers especially for questions regarding processing times and questions related to taxes we will discuss about these topics in the very near future but for now i think we have to continue concentrating such an interesting uh, chapter of the n400 application when we speak about marriages in our last podcast as you mentioned raisa we were certainly uh, taking in consideration every single one of the uh, um different questions of uscis related to the marital status and so on we were able to look at the uh, marriages number of marriages the status that uscis will be looking at your for yourself if you were married never married divorced separated your marriage annulled widow then some questions will be able to be uh, part of the whole uh, process uh, in the interview I'm very excited to be here today again Raisa with you of course and and to know that this is uh, expected by our students and so with this what we will do today is just to answer the questions that our students and people that heard this uh, last podcast send us through our website uh 
that you just mentioned, www.havecitizen.org. Uh, and some people are just leaving a feedback in regards to um, those questions and also the podcast. We try and to strive, Risa, to have the best. And we are enjoying doing this product because we know this is something that uh, is helping our community in their preparation for citizenship. So let's discuss those questions, Raisa, and uh, and tell me because we were looking at uh, at them, and and we decided just to go for a podcast where we were uh, bringing up. Uh, of course, we changed the name of those uh, participants that sent us the questions, those questions, and so now what we will do is just to answer them. You know, Magali, before we start with these questions, I just was thinking about when we just start to work on that podcast, we were looking for topic. What part of N400 application to work in each of these podcasts, what we had already done? But now to get topics and build our podcast became very easy because we just go to check our your our clients feedbacks and we already know what to do because our clients they give us topics and mother what to do what to they want to hear during our next podcast and here we have all that questions what our customers send us our applicants our listening question number one we got from maria maria from originally from Honduras. She said, I never married, but I live with my boyfriend. Is considered as a marriage? Well, the common law is uh, something that uh, in some states in the United States, um, it's, a, it's a law. But here in the state of Florida, is not. So then you will be considered as a single, never married. And in those cases... Um, there is no further action or information we will provide. This is not the case that you want to speak to the officer and just like to mention um, how is your life, uh, your your life in terms of your um, uh, feelings or emotional aspect of. And so the officer will be like, and, and they will know, Raisa, if you are certainly divorced or married, whatever status you have. So you don't have to share that you're living with somebody that is, you are not married with this person. There is no uh, civil marriage. So the answer is no, you don't need to report uh, your uh, relationship as, as marriage because you're not married by the civil law. And so it's not like, a, like the common law that we are just like uh, in tendency to see in our original countries where those uh, and some people that had long time as a relationship, they had separation, a civil separation, although they never got married. So this is very strange, but happened. And so it's, it's important just to clarify that uh, that when you were never married, so the answer is no, I, I'm single, never married. Exactly. If you don't have certificate which proving your marriage, you are not married. Even if your relation, exactly the same relation as marriage couple, 
you take care of each other, you live together, we share the same account, bank account, we, you're driving uh, both cars, like both cars, your cars, uh, both cars, his cars. Still, if you don't have certificate in state of Florida, you are not married. Okay, Magali, thank but, you. Next but let me, let me tell you something, Raisa, that um, I think is, uh, is, is, is cute uh, to hear these statements because because of our backgrounds uh, as Latinos, uh, uh, you can hear uh, I'm in a long time relationship, and uh, in my original country, we had uh, assets. We purchased a house, we have apartments, as you mentioned, and so uh, I got I got separate. And so, in those cases, the scenario is totally different. Because when we have civil separation in our original countries, even though if you didn't have any marriage, there is a civil separation that you will have to report. I think this is a very interesting point to speak with, uh, with the people that, uh, are the person that is preparing your application. Uh, certainly if never happened any kind of, uh, civil marriage, uh, then there is no way that you will answer that you have uh, a marriage. But uh, Raisa, in the same sense, um, I like I like uh, when we have our citizenship classes and we speak about how to how to report this, right? Because in Spanish we said concubinato, that is a, a word that is a very commonly known, and so that's not a word that we can even. Uh, mentioned in English, it doesn't exist. So there is no common law, and when there is no common law, uh, then this is your status is single, never married. Yeah, Magali, maybe this is questions coming from people like for some countries, you have their relation in your country, which is count legally that way. But in some country, like in my original country, I don't even couldn't ask this question. That is, of course, if you married, you married. If you don't married, you don't married. It doesn't matter what kind of relation you have. If you are not married, you don't have certificate, not even question. If I can consider it my relation with my boyfriend as a marriage. Mm -hmm. Okay, Magali. Thank you very much. That is clear. Next question we have from Susana. And she is asking next question. I never divorced. And we are separate for 10 years. They got married, but they never divorced. And they separate for 10 years. What will be my answer to the officer about my marital status during my interview? Well, you're separate, but you never divorced. So then basically you're married. And so once they consider uh, a certificate of divorce uh, that is pronounced by the judge in a civil court, family court, uh, I'm sorry, family court, in that case, Raisa, then they will consider a divorce. But she, since she didn't, she didn't have any divorce, so then at this point she's married. Right. And, and, and Raisa, the reaction is, is interesting because when, in the practice, when we are here completing those applications, uh, they feel like, oh my God, so I'm married. Oh my God, right? What to do? Well, you need to find out. That's the other um, action that you can take before we complete these applications and we send it to USCIS. Sometimes you let the people leave and go 
and you never got contact with them. But probably this person filed a petition for divorce and you were never notified. So you need to uh, be clear about that. And I would say looking at the court, the marital status, and probably by the states where you used to live, that could be a good question in order to clarify if you or your uh, the person that was your spouse already filed divorce, but you were never notified. So I think in that term, Raisa, always like a phone call. Oh, I don't have a contact with him anymore. I don't know where he is. I don't have no idea where, I mean, I'm, I'm without any kind of answer where he, what is his status. I don't know if he's living in America, he's already in Haiti or in Martinica or in Guyana, name it. So the thing is that um, that the point here is that when you don't have the decree at this point, when you don't have the certificate of divorce, therefore you are still divorced. Again, in my practice, I try to challenge a little bit just because I want to ensure that all of us are in the same page and this is not going to a big surprise when you are in front of the USCIS officer and they found out that you are effectively you are divorced but actually you don't know etc etc this is this is something that um, at least I like to figure out before we send these applications Magali and you know as you mentioned and uh, by our experience officer maybe ask you this question here if this is your situation, why you never divorce your husband? You live separated for 10 years. Why you don't file divorce? And your answer may be, be different than somebody else. If you are not file divorce, to be separate for 10 years. Okay. Next question, Magali, we have from... Uh, this is, this is Luisa, right? That was Luisa, the one that is coming up. Yeah, that is from Luisa. Luisa said, I got married and after two years of marriage, I left my husband for any reason, personal or, and we are living separate. Well, we are touching a, again the same example. Um, and then this is this is interesting when we decide just to say I married here and I married in another country. Those are the examples of mistakes that we make just because of our innocence. I don't want to say ignorance, but innocence, Liza. Um Our community believe that they are not uh, by the civil law covered when they move from one country to another one. By the civil law in every single country is very important because of the laws, right? And so when they married in America, I don't understand what is the purpose of the second marriage in America. Again, because we are innocent, we don't understand what is the effect of those uh, previous marriages by the civil law. And so now when we are, when we have our M400 in front of us and then they come and they said, Oh, you know what? I met by the second and the second instance here in the United States. And I answer, and I ask, ask them why. And so the answer is just because we were not married in America. So I did a whole party. I have my guests and I go like, well, that was a good excuse, but it was a totally unnecessary uh, activity. Uh, because you are still married from the first marriage. So your, the marriage that you will have to report is the one 
that is originally from your country. Because you don't have any divorce, the marriage that you have in America is not valid. Okay, Magali, that is clear too. And I believe we're going to have more questions about this question. Okay, because sometimes our answer creates other questions because you cover something but maybe you discover something <laughs> exactly okay well the, the, in the practice Raisa always everything is like a big discussion that you have with the applicant so this is this is a, a mutual and I would say this is a reflection of ideas and suggestions and based on the experience of people that prepare applications especially DOJ accredited representatives or lawyers then you can tell how much you can progress thinking about the possible questions from USCIS officers. So that's the reason why we want to prepare these applications truly as best as we can. Okay, Magali. And next question from uh, Caesar. He said, I'm married, but I, I got divorces in my past three times. And I don't have a proof of even one of them. What to do? How this will be difficult during my interview? Definitely, this is going to be a big question from USCIS. And so if we send this application via my USCIS, one of these uh, of the requirement evidence will be to submit your divorces, which means that they are going to be uh, demanded, requested by the officer at the time of the interview. Um, it's very simple, Raisa. We have to go and seek for every single one of these divorces. If you divorce in uh, your original country in, in uh, Mexico, and so you got married again in California, and probably uh, then you got a divorce in uh, California and that got married in New York, wherever you were married or whatever that instance by the, the the family law, you know, that they were having and providing those certificates of marriages, you need to get those divorces. So when we complete these applications, our students, they got very stressed because they don't know where to find them. And so it's just simple as looking at online. The world is still in communication via online and more than ever, Raisa. And so our students seems to think that there is no information online and everything in the world is online. So there is no excuse for us to say that we cannot find that information. It's just the factor of calling, asking, and being proactive by paying the fee that probably goes between the 4 to $15 dollars to expedite those uh, certificates of divorces and to be handy uh, to you in order to present them the day of the interview. Okay, Magali, that answer is clear. And of many more questions what we have, I would like to ask you the last one because we have no time for all of them. And this question is from um, Pedro. And he said, my wife was married before she married me. And she said it happened in New York City. And she doesn't have divorce certificate, again certificate. It's going to complicate my interview. Well, we, we go back into the same uh, answer that I just provide. Uh, 
it's just simple as looking at the information online about the uh, New York clerk of courts. And then you will have the uh, division of family and divorces and for sure marriage and divorces as well. So you will see this uh, information where to call, how to call, or even to request online those certificates. I think uh, if those certificates don't, exist. Let's pretend that uh, not even in New York, but probably you were married in uh, in uh, in Venezuela or Nicaragua, or let's talk about Bolivia or countries uh, where they have a very, very complicated situation now uh, where these uh, type of government services are not so familiar or easy to access. So anyhow, I think we need to make everything, every single effort to find this information. And so if you don't find anything, then this is a point of discussion the day of the interview with the officer. Will that complicate the interview? Maybe yes, maybe not. In the past and during the time that you apply for your legal permanent residency status, USCIS requested proof of your divorces. So they may have the divorces, the previous divorces on files. But this is the reason why we have to be proactive when the officer asks you to please submit again those divorces. And that's how you can give everything, everything they will ask. My point here, Raisa, in case that they cannot find any kind of certificate or one of those certificates, then you have to discuss this initiative or this situation with the officer. By the fact that you speak about how and how difficult was it the, the process and why you don't have results of the process, at least you have a um, an answer. Sometimes it's very simple to say, oh, you know what, I cannot find that information. To me, that is an acceptable answer. So looking at situations where definitely those uh, files are gone because probably that person was married 15 years ago, 25 or 30 years ago in different countries, and that information is super complicated to obtain, the um, the, the original country may expedite a letter where they said that the document don't exist, or the divorces as well. Anyhow, this is a big discussion, Raisa, about uh, papers that are not in your hands, how to obtain them, and that's a whole topic for... Um, for our students and this is a discussion that you can have one-on-one with the person that is preparing your application because we lose and we feel that we don't know we don't have control of our application and everything in the interview is based on the fact that we know every single one of the answers if we lack of providing cer uh, certain uh, papers uh, certain documentation we need to have real answers why we don't have those certificates. Magalia, you know, it is understandable if I got married uh, in some my original country, maybe Korea or maybe China or maybe Vietnam. But here is the question about New York City. If I got married here in, U in the United States and I don't have that certificate, where to go to ask for that certificate? to recover maybe copy of my certificate of marriage is I, if I, I know I got married or I got divorced, where to get that document here? Well, sure. Remember, as I mentioned, Raisa, just going through the websites of the clerk of courts in your, in your states and then going to the family uh, division, 
marriage and divorces. And so they will provide the whole information how to obtain them. Even you can even, uh, you can click, uh, into requests that, uh, they especially made because they understand that sometimes people move and obviously in the dynamic of how this country is raised, people don't stay in one state forever. So in that scenario, Raisa, you just have to call or to complete the format uh, they have online and to make the request, they will send you back the report for your divorce uh, with the stamps and everything that it make the official. So that will be something that you have to follow up and just uh, be proactive, going online, seek for the clerk of courts of the state, for example, this one in New York, and then you will have the product of your request very soon. They take that very seriously. They are not going to be losing your, your request because this is something that officially they are just uh, providing to the community. Yes, Magali, it's nothing impossible. You at least have to prove to officer during your interview, you try to find information what you need to cover your interview with all your information about your marriages. The time flies, Raisa, and it's already past 20 minutes after we start this uh, podcast with very few questions. We have a lot of them, but we were just like taking some of them, uh, we randomized and we put them on. So we are very excited to have uh, your uh, questions all the time. So then you can continue uh, sending us your requests and your suggestions are always welcome into our podcast. And I will say, Raisa, uh, this is now that you will say goodbye to the podcast and I hope to see everybody. Everything is okay, Magali. Now we are going to wait for more questions and our next podcast will be built and responses of our applicants. And everybody, bye-bye and we will see you soon in our next podcast. Bye-bye.